Hi guys, welcome back to Vox Tablet. I'm your host, Sarah Ivry. Today, Hanukkah, what's it all about? Tis the week of Hanukkah, good cheer it is bringing. This holiday we celebrate with dancing and singing. Gather round together, the horror will do. Then join in a song that our forefathers knew. That's Erica Simonian singing a song she learned in her school chorus in the nearly totally Catholic town where she grew up. Erica recorded herself on her phone and sent the result to us, along with a whole bunch of people brave enough to take our Hanukkah challenge. Specifically, we asked tablet readers, and anybody else really, to answer the question, what do you know about the story of Hanukkah? And we wanted their answers in two minutes. The response was phenomenal. We got answers from as far away as California, Israel, even Mexico. Little kids, teenagers, adults with considerable Jewish training, and people with no training at all. This was a contest, and so of course there are winners. But before we get to the victorious few, here's a mashup of our collective knowledge, or maybe you want to call it ignorance, about the story of Hanukkah in two minutes. Okay, so one day... The Jews, not, well, not every Jew. There was a family of Jews. I know that there was a a group of people called the Mac... uh, The Maccabees, who were not being treated equally or fairly uh, way back when where they lived at a time and date that I can't provide. I think it happened about 500 before Common Era. And um, they're hiding out in a... I feel like they lived in a cave. And they only have a limited amount of oil. Uh, I don't know where this oil went. Uh, If I had to point a finger, I would point at Roman soldiers because that feels comfortable for me. Then when they left, they found only enough oil just for 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 one night. But then, and they needed at least eight days to get new oil. I don't. Would, did they need to read something, or they die? Like I, I never quite like food and water. I could understand, but I never understood why having light was so important. Can we like skip this part to the part that we know. But a miracle happened. What was the miracle? For eight days. Yeah, oil burned for eight days. Which is enough to, I don't know what. And the people that they're hiding from never find them in this cave. And that's why we eat food that is fried in oil, like latkes and jelly donuts. And it's also why there's a light over every arc, I think, in the temple. The Nair Tamid. That might be yeah, different, I think that's but different. I'm not positive. And is Hanukkah the best holiday in the world? Yes. Even better than Halloween? Yes. One of the best. One of the best. But is there something I'm missing? Did we really need to have light to survive? Who are you talking to? Oh. If you want to hear that mashup again or you want to share it with your friends, go to our website, tabletmag.com, and you can find it there. Of course, there are those of you out there who definitely know the story of Hanukkah, and you know it quite well. And one of those people is the winner of our contest. It was a little over 2,000 years ago in the land of Israel, the city of Jerusalem. The Holy Temple, the headquarters of all the Jews, was taken away from the Jewish people by the bad guys, the Syrian Greeks, led by King Antiochus. Now, if it sounds to you like she's told that tale before, that's because she has. Joanna Brichetto teaches kindergarten through third grade at a conservative synagogue in Nashville. We're not going to play Joanna's full answer right now. You can find that on our website, tabletmag.com. But I can tell you that what stood out for us was how she landed so many points so quickly that so many of us struggle with. 
Listen to how she dispatches with the whole oil thing. This is just after the Jews, led by Judah Maccabee, have defeated the Greek army. The Jews take back their temple. They go in. They kick out the pigs. They kick out the statues. They find the menorah from Exodus, and they try to light it. That's the near tamid. It must never go out. They're trying to rededicate the temple. Hanukkah means dedication. And they only find enough shemenzait, that's the holy olive oil, to light it for maybe one night. But what? It lasts for eight days and eight nights. That was 24 seconds long, folks. Again, you can find Joanna's answer in its entirety at tabletmag.com, as well as three extremely honorable mentions. Ultimately, though, besides having fun, we want to shed some light on this question of what is the Hanukkah story. And to that end, we turn to someone I consider to be a true authority on all matters Jewish. Hi, Dad. Glad to hear that. I never knew what, how you considered me uh, such an authority. <laughs> now, listeners, before you groan, a quick explanation justifying why I've got my father, also known as Alfred Ivry, on the line. He's a professor of Jewish philosophy and is therefore very well versed in the Jewish canon. So, Dad, why do you think people are so confounded by the story of Hanukkah? What's so hard to keep track about it? Do you have any idea? Well, of course, the attraction to the drama of the Maccabean up- uprising uh, is the central feature of the story, but it's much more than that, and uh, it's given rise to many of the uh, conflicting scenarios. The Maccabees themselves were heroes in that they stood against the tyranny of the Seleucid Empire and overthrew it, really, in the few against the many. But their uh, descendants their children and grandchildren took upon themselves all the trappings of the Hellenistic uh, Greek culture that uh, the Maccabees themselves fought against, uh, so that the rabbis themselves became reluctant to honor the whole episode and excluded it from the canon as well as from the Talmudic literature. You mean it's not in the Bible? No, it's not in the Bible. It's in the apocryphal writings Uh, There are three books of Maccabees, which are uh, preserved in the Protestant and Catholic Bibles, uh, and they tell the story, but we have it from the Greek because the Hebrew originals were not kept by the Jews. The actual story the rabbis uh, did not like because of the descendants' uh, corruption. Uh, It was part of a downward slide into despotic rulership that uh, was no different from what was going on around them. So maybe in some ways what Hanukkah is really celebrating is the beginning of a process of assimilation. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is one of the ironies. It was an attempt uh, to fight uh, Hellenization, but it uh, was too great a force. And those who were educated and who had wealth and power gravitated towards Hellenistic ways and mannerisms. So let me just ask you then briefly, what are the main uh, points of the story as it happened when it happened? I mean, not the repercussions centuries down the line, but what actually happened in the story of Hanukkah? Well, the, the uh, story as told uh, and is considered by a number of authors is uh, that the temple priesthood was corrupted and f- factions arose within the temple uh, over control of the temple and its uh, wealth. And then uh, when the Syrian Seleucid Empire 
was desperate for money uh, and resented the temple leadership, which favored the Egyptian Ptolemaic Empire. They responded by destroying the temple and forbidding the practice of Judaism. So it all started with this resentment uh, of the Syrian uh, Seleucid Empire. And then the uh, attempt of the priesthood in Jerusalem to cater to the Seleucids, uh, which produced a uh, violent reaction in the countryside. So, and the people in the countryside, those were the Maccabees? Yes, of course. That was the family of, called Maccabees after Judah, the first and uh, most heroic of the Maccabean children, the five sons of Mattathias. And he was called the Maccabee, meaning the hammerer. So they all began to be called the Maccabees. So there was this revolt led by the, by the Maccabees, by Judah Maccabee. Yes, and his brothers. And his brothers. Were there caves involved somehow? Some of the people who answered our, our challenge to tell us what the Hanukkah was about talked about caves. What were these caves that people kept referring to? Uh, that I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the cave stories. And then what did the oil have to do with it? Well, the oil is the story, uh, probably uh, a legend that grew up, that there was no oil left that was sanctified oil because the uh, temple had been so thoroughly despoiled and uh, desecrated. Uh, But they found this one jug of oil that was just enough for one day, but it lasted eight days, according to the story. And that story was uh, the one piece of the Hanukkah story that found itself into the Talmud. Uh, and uh, after the eight days, uh, enough fresh oil, uh, which had not been contaminated, was pressed and was able to continue so that the Ner Tamid, the eternal flame that was supposed to always be uh, lit in the temple, could continue. So the eight days uh, was the period between the beginning of the sanctification of the temple, the rededication, until there was enough supply to keep it going. Dad, do you consider the Maccabees to be heroes? Uh, yes. In, in and of themselves, they were. Their children and grandchildren were not honorable types. They were conventional uh, power seekers and brokers and corrupt and uh, very much succumbed to Hellenistic uh, non-Jewish practices. But the Maccabees themselves had a uh, noble vision uh, of course, they were freedom fighters, but unfortunately, uh, at that time, it was freedom for themselves. They didn't extend it to the people they conquered. They were rather uh, cruel, in fact, in forcing people whom they conquered to convert to Judaism and to circumcise them. Wow. Well, that is a lot more than any of our uh, callers offered up. But thank you very much, Dad, for talking to us and for giving us your insight. <laughs> All right, I shall go, and thank you for this opportunity. Uh, <laughs> it's my radio debut. It is hopefully not your last. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. So, folks, now you know. And that's it. Be sure to check out our favorite entries at tabletmag.com or on the tablet page at SoundCloud. They include our winners, Joanna Brichetto, as well as Henry Alford, points for humor, David Tuckman, points for poetic invention, and last but not least, Miriam Newman, who knows way more than so many of us about the story of Hanukkah and, guys, she is only eight years old. 
Our Hanukkah mashup included the voices of Jack Chang, Ezra Sanders, Amelia Kahaney, Pete Goldfinger, Ricardo Rodriguez, Henry Alford, Miriam Newman, Lisa Selen Davis, and Mighty. That's the youth group at Temple Micah in Washington, D.C. A very big thank you to all of you and to my dad and to everybody else who sent in their stories. Vox Tablet is produced by Julie Subrin. I'm your host, Sarah Ivry. We wish you a very happy Hanukkah. We hope you enjoy some latkes. And now, let's let Erica have the very last word. But hush now, and come now, the candles we light one by one. Then hear the story of God and his glory, and how precious freedom was won. Hey!